0: Guys, uh, let's us. Welcome back to. Sorry about that. <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the moment you start, you know, talking funny, they <laughs> the switch off the network. But yeah, <laughs> let's get back on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I think the broader point I was making is that a lot of the time, when we look, when we look at the structure of how how people invest, especially in our country, uh, what we don't realize is that we've got the capital to be able to make the investment. So, uh, for example, we often say South Africa has got a low savings rate, but it's, it doesn't take into account certain investment instruments. Um, so a, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people uh, are in, in sort of life policies, funeral policies, education policies, and so on and so forth. Stock so, there's, sales, yeah. exactly. so there's a lot of saving happening in the economy right? It's just that that cash is going to old mutual. Then old mutual takes that money and gives it to future growth. Then future growth then exerts its influence on the market as it deems fit, right? So so in essence, our money is being used, for lack of a better word, not to promote uh, or to solve our problems. Um, so I think that's something we need to really address. The, the capital exists. It exists at scale. We are able to access uh, financial markets at scale, but we're, we're not a coordinated group of people, uh, and we are beginning to be a coordinated group of investors. So Easy Equities is giving us that opportunity. But if we could capture just 1% of that $44 billion that's in stock sales every year, one percent of it, and we redirect it to a thing. For example, our lives will change because we we just our 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 demand on the share price will push brokers to start having to make calls, right? If we put up four hundred million rand and we say we want to buy company A, um, we yeah. are suddenly a force, right? And I think. It's something we all have to seriously think about. You, you don't have to be a big group, but you, you have to be a, 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 a group of people who see how the, the easiest way to gain ownership to the economy is to grow together. Um, and, and I think the stock market is, is, is an example of that. Um, and it, it, it's across the board. There are many sort of investment stock fields that exist I think Oratha is part, was part of one that does um, franchises. Um, I, I do a lot of private equity stuff, but I'm able to do it because we're pooling money from other people. We, we, we present an opportunity to a list of a few investors. They say yes or no. Those who say yes, we pull in the money and we go after it. Right. And I think. This is how we can really participate in South Africa and beyond, right? Because if we keep our money working in insurance firms and in other savings products alone, not all of it, some of it, I think it deprives us of the ability. Uh, And and you think about just the small caps we are discussing. We're not talking big money. If you have 100 yeah. rand, you can participate in a ring, right? Um, yeah. Or any other stock that you believe is safe, even if it's not a ring. If you have 100 rand, you can buy, uh, you can participate in an ETF you believe in. You, you, there are many alternatives that are now available. And if we were to all be a sort of uh, co- a coordinated group of individuals looking to take a piece of the economy, instead of hoping that a few big people who own it through through some big be bad fund that needs the PIC and ABSA and some other guys. You know, this 8%, that EBS is saying they'll do a B-E deal with, if we were all coordinated, we could buy that 8%. And we'll tell them, we don't need your fancy structures. We are here. We're going to do it as a collective. We're going to start a collective investment scheme. That's going to come in, and we're going to pull our money and we're going to buy this eight percent, and we don't want you to talk to two or three big guys. We've got a million South Africans that want to own nine percent of EBSA. and and it can be done with fifty rands, hundred rands, thousand rands, and and we could clear the market, right? Uh, and there's nothing more more empowering than a million South Africans owning some of EBSA. right? So so these are the sort of opportunities that we need to start looking at at a very broader scale that. We, we need to pool. So get your five friends that you trust, pool, and start doing something together. Start a chicken farm, buy a property. Yeah. There are many people on this on this platform who can help you with all those things. Just need to ask them and tweet them. Um, and, and we could start participating in the economy at scale. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's my view. All
0: right.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So,
0: so number one is—is is, is there a we know obviously we we disadvantage in terms of access to capital. Yes, we can try with our equities. We can only invest so much. And secondly, isn't it a matter of, of financial literacy, understanding where our, our money actually goes? Because you mentioned your policies and you know everything. Yes, the money it may it may not be there, but. The little that is there is it going to the to the right uh, to the right investment instrument? So f- to the few that have access, the the guy that can actually say I'm willing to contribute, say 200 a month. Then how do how do you go about as individual and say, this is how we can one own the economy or have a say in how in how the the economy is run? Because you know, obviously they, they, there's a lot of options out there. Yes, stock fells. You can do. You mentioned private equity, franchising, or is it just pulling large amounts of money and going to the stock market and say, let's let's own a percent of this?
1: Yeah. So 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 my view on that is just that the three of you who grew up on the same street, who now have uh, the ability to save five hundred bucks a month, start that one point five, start pulling it and start doing something. Um, if you need to educate yourself, reach out to the people who can educate you and learn. Um, we we mustn't we mustn't wait until we have a million people to start something. Um, what we must just all of us say is, with 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 the little money we have, I've started doing X. Um, and if that X is just you putting away fifty thousand rand a month into Easy Equities or any other platform you prefer that's that's the first start and once you get the habit of that then you listen to you talk to co-worker b neighbor c cousin d and then you start doing it together uh and and as it grows you 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 use that pool of money to do something um you could lose all of it but the fact that you've gone about looking to create some form of economic instrument for yourself gives you the ability to continue to move on to the next, to the next, to the next. And, and I'm telling you, the problem we we have is we want scale. We want things to be too big. But we want to be able to, to, to move bid first. Let's start by saying, let's move thing. Let's start there. Let's start by saying, each of us who believe in thing, continue to buy uh, where you can. Let us, let us have the broadest black... Base shareholder grouping in that stock, right? And it doesn't need us to to be billionaires to do that. If all of us put small amounts of money aside every month, we will be good. Um, other other uh, other opportunities exist in other areas. Uh, like I'm 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 in franchises again. It's the same thing. Or others in franchises again. It's the same thing. Like we, we need to pool. Right, and once once we start getting the habit of pooling, and and you started putting things together, you can start taking more risk. When a person comes and says, "Hey, I've got this startup idea. I need fifty thousand dollars to or fifty thousand rand, sorry to to build a prototype," it starts it starts becoming meaningful because if there's twelve of us and the guy needs fifty thousand, we look at what each of us potentially will lose. And like, uh, if we lose top yeah. of us, it's a different risk parameter, right? uh, So my view is, just, let's not look to be Mazi. Mazi is a big guy. He started twenty years ago. He got backed by some big institutions, and is doing very well, right? But if 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 we all try and be Madlungelo, it's going to hurt us. Right? Rather, let's build slowly. Each of us contribute what we can. And we buy the economy. And the way you've got to think about it is every time you buy a share, you are ensuring one of South Africa's CEOs is making you wealthy. So in essence, you've hired a CEO. So somebody has gone to school, studied, has 20 years' experience, and that person is now working for you at the cost of 50 rand. And so, so yeah, look, in my, and, and my views, they tend to be quite... Different from a lot of people in that regard. But I think the solution to our economic well-being as Africans, what will change everything, is when we start pulling our money towards investment uh, and driving and being owners in the economy.
0: Uh, look, <laughs> I think the conversation as I said it is deviated from what we started with. But yeah. Um, Apologies <laughs> for that. Thanks. No, nah, not a problem. I think we, we, we need to have these conversations, so, um, we need some yeah, we look, can't wait for someone to come to come and save us. Only we can save
1: ourselves. So yeah. And, look, and this is
0: like you said, we need to start, yeah.
1: And this is like my parting. Sometimes we also have to be honest about um, where we operate. So for example, um, I had some, some colleagues of mine coming from, from Kenya and Uganda. They've got uh, a fintech startup we're looking at. And they kept asking, why is it like things are dead in Johannesburg like after seven? Why is it the only shops that are really open are like food stores, food courts, And I sat down and I thought about that, like what has caused that? And the reality is if for decades you've told people you need to be at home at six, unless you've got this special piece of paper called a pass, it's going to be a difficult thing to convert people to suddenly wanting to do some economics at eight, nine, 10 at night the infrastructure of the country doesn't enable after-hours economic activity. Whereas if you go to other African countries, for example, there are night markets at midnight, like they open at midnight. But the infrastructure is there for that. The public transport is there for that. The safety is there for that. The economics is there for that. So so everything in the economy and the culture helps them do that. Whereas on our side of the world, we don't realize it, but the group areas act and, and, and apartheid disallowing people to be mobile after 6, you basically told 80 to 90% of the population they can't participate in any economic activity. That's not eating and drinking after 6 o'clock. And that now is translated to us. So the only time we are really economic active is when we're going to rockets. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, we're not really economic active outside Bonyu's cafe or whatever. And this is a psychology we have to begin to think about, right, and be realistic about the economy we stand in, right? If we really want to address unemployment, it has to be possible that people can work from four in the morning until four in the evening, afternoon, and two hours later, be on another job from nine until midnight. Right? Those are the type of things that have to be possible. And they're only possible when we realize who we are and the psychological impacts of our history. And, and I think we take those kind of things for granted. All of us, just after work, go home. We just do. We don't feel any other need to. We, it's inexplicable where in other African countries, guys, after that, after work, they go to their next hustle, right? For them, it's inexplicable that you can have one job and you're fine. For us, it's, that's how we were trained. You, 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 our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, you have your one job, you go home at 6 o'clock. Otherwise, you get arrested and beaten and you, we may never see you again. So I think we have to be realistic about our economy And understand that when we are applying our capital to certain things, what it means and how we're going to address um, the issues we face. But, yeah, thanks again for letting me speak. I appreciate it. don't take for granted. Um, I'm not necessarily the wisest guy in the world. So when people take their time, which is their most valuable resource, to listen to me, I appreciate it. So thank you for the platform.
0: You're welcome, bro. Yeah. Look, as I said, we need to have more of these discussions, and yeah, in the near future we will. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit exhausted now. I think we can we can close it here. I know we started with the the small caps, yeah. But I'll, I'll to those who have joined and wondering what we're talking about. But yeah, I'll I'll share it on the timeline just for everyone who missed it. But yeah, thanks, 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 Tammyman. Um, it was a great talk. Thanks a lot. Good night, guys. Cheers. Sweet. Thanks. Sure.